Welcome to the Careers Aim podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something which is on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter, and you can catch up on all our episodes and keep up with our regular releases by doing all of those subscribing and following things on Spotify, iTunes and Podbean. In this episode, we're going to think about what we mean by the compete stage of your career journey. If you've decided what you want to do when you graduate and you've gone through the planning process, you have now reached the compete stage. The compete stage involves actively seeking the graduate job or further study opportunity that you've decided is right for you. And this podcast gives you a brief overview of what you can expect when you're competing for a role. When you're job hunting, you should research the employer you want to work for to ensure you're a good fit for the organisation and that the organisation's culture and values are a good fit for you. You need to understand what they want from the role from reading the job description and understand how they go about shortlisting successful candidates. Once you understand what it is you're applying for, you'll need to focus your CV or application form, depending on what is required for the role. We know from experience that you are more likely to succeed if you spend more time writing fewer, higher quality applications that are really honed for the particular role you're applying for, rather than many weak generic applications. Recent data from the Institute of Student Employers shows that there are on average 51 applications for each graduate job in the UK, although this does vary by sector. So read the job description very carefully and make sure that you answer the questions that have been asked on the application form. It is very easy to misinterpret questions, and if you don't answer them properly, you won't score very highly. You need to demonstrate that you fulfil the essential, and as far as you can, the desired criteria, and that you have the skills and qualities specified in the job description. You need to provide evidence of having developed and deployed these skills. You can draw on your experiences from your academic work, work experience, volunteering, working with the athletics union or with a society in the guild or students union. Keep the examples you use up to date and relevant. No one needs to know you were captain of the netball team in primary school, right? If you're completing an online application, it's a good idea to write it in a Word document first. This means you can check it for spelling mistakes and grammatical errors. Some recruiters take a three mistakes and you're out approach, so you need to really avoid typos. And write in the first person, be clear about what you did. Avoid using the term we. Try to write to the word limit. Too few words and you are likely to undersell yourself. The application system may automatically cut you off at a word limit, so you need to construct your answers carefully and use the STAR technique to frame your answers. 
You can find out more about this in our CV and application form sessions that are bookable via My Career Zone. For some posts that are applied for by CV, you will also need to send a covering letter. A covering letter is designed to introduce yourself and to complement your CV. Don't just repeat what's in your CV, but use it as an opportunity to demonstrate your interest and enthusiasm for the role. Show that you've researched the organisation's culture and values and that you are a good fit. This will demonstrate that you are commercially aware. If you are successful in the first stage of recruitment and selection process, you will get called to interview. This could take many forms, from a telephone interview to an interview via Zoom or Teams. It could even be face-to-face. We go into much more detail on all the different types of interviews and how to succeed in our interview techniques session. So look on My Career Zone book in if you want support on that. You may also need to attend an assessment centre. This gives the recruiter a chance to assess you over a longer period of time rather than in a sort of snapshot window of an interview. Activities vary according to the employer, but typically there's things like business games, group discussions, aptitude tests and personality questionnaires. Recruiters will measure you against a series of competencies, not against the other candidates in the group. You may also have to do a psychometric test. These can be tests of ability, including verbal, numerical and spatial reasoning, critical thinking tests or personality type tests, which may include questions about your preferences or how you make judgments. These tests are developed by psychologists and your preferences and your performance will be evaluated against a norm group to calibrate the score. You can prepare for these tests And we provide lots of resources to help you do this, such as the tool Profiling for Success and the other career assessments in the section on My Career Zone Digital. Once you know what it is that you want to do when you graduate, make sure that you fully use the resources available to you from the Career Zone so that you're in as strong a position as possible to compete for the role you want. We're here to help you every step of the way. It's also probably worth noting at this point in the episode that this most likely won't be the only time you're at the compete stage. Maybe you're going to do a job, reflect, realise you want something a bit different, decide on something else that you want to do, plan and find yourself competing again in a few years. All of this is really good practice. So this was the Career Zone podcast on how to succeed in competing for that job that you want. It's brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. You can find our whole series on iTunes, Spotify and Podbean. So subscribe, follow us, keep up with all our latest releases. And if there's something on your mind that you'd like us to talk about in another episode, then let us know. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter at UOE Careers, hashtag Career Zone Podcast, and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. You can, of course, find everything about the support that we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.